This is the Brain Over Binge podcast, where you learn a simple brain-based approach to ending binge eating. This is your host, Katherine Hansen, and my goal in this podcast is to help you achieve freedom from binge eating. The topic of today's episode is readiness for recovery. In both of my books, I caution that the only purpose of the books is to help you stop binge eating, which is my goal in this podcast as well. My mission is not to help you solve all your other problems, but to end the binge eating specifically. But what if, in your case, you feel like you need to work on another problem, or even several other problems, in order to be ready to stop binge eating? What if you feel like you just can't take on stopping binge eating right now, because something is holding you back? What if you feel you are not ready for recovery? In my own experience, when I learned about the brain and that my urges were not truly me and that I had ultimate control of whether or not I acted on them, regardless of whatever else might have been going on in my life, I did not stop to consider whether or not I was ready to stop binge eating. I simply put that information that I learned and my own insights into action because I knew binge eating brought me misery and brought me pain, and I knew I didn't want it in my life. So when I finally found an approach that made sense to me, I didn't think much further about it. I stopped analyzing my life and my other problems, and I just learned to stop acting on the binge urges. It was almost as if I had this underlying assumption that I was ready, and that I didn't need to consider it further, and that I had always been ready, because binge eating was so harmful to me from the first time that I did it. Even when I was in therapy, which was not successful for me, and I was believing the common theory that my eating disorder served a purpose in my life by helping me fill some sort of emotional void or by helping me cope with my problems, I knew even then that whatever theoretical benefits or temporary pleasure I might have received from the binge eating was not worth the cost. I spent a long time in therapy and on my own trying to sort out things in my life and solve other problems some of which I did sort out and solve, and some of which I did not. I did this for a long time, and I thought that my recovery hinged on that. But to recover, I had to stop thinking that I needed to solve all these other problems before I could stop the binging. I needed to learn that I could quit right away without having to do anything else first. In other words, I needed to hear that I was ready, just as I was. Now, that was my experience. You may have a different experience. Recovery is an individual thing, and only you can decide how to best move forward. Some ideas and strategies will be a better fit for you at certain times in your life than at other times in your life. You need to find the ideas that feel like your own unique truth right now and that work for you. That being said, I don't believe recovery should be a labyrinth. Although you may have some ups and downs, it does need to keep moving in the right direction. To keep it moving in the right direction, remember there are two recovery goals. First, to dismiss the urges to binge, and second, to eat adequately. And now I'm going to explain how the two recovery goals relate to the topic of readiness for recovery. Whatever you believe will help you achieve those two recovery goals, do it. And whatever does not help you, throw it out or at least don't view it as a part of recovery from binge eating specifically. It's very important not to put too many conditions on your ability to recover. However, if there is truly an area that you feel 
if you worked on it, would help you either better dismiss urges or eat adequately, then please work on it. Looking at it this way, you aren't endlessly trying to work on other problems in hopes that it will take your urges to binge away or that it will make recovery effortless. You're approaching it in a much more targeted and practical way. If you're having trouble dismissing the urges to binge, think, what can I do that will help me better dismiss them? Then work on it, and you will be ready for recovery. If you're having trouble eating adequately, think, what can I do or what can I work on that will help me eat enough food? And then work on it, and you'll be ready for recovery. For example, let's say you have a very poor self-image, and you're stuck on the idea of dieting and losing weight in order to try to feel better about yourself. That very poor self-image might prevent you from eating adequately, which in turn makes your urges to binge harder to dismiss. In this case, with that strong resistance to eating enough food, you may not be ready to implement the principles of this approach. But instead of just saying you aren't ready and feeling hopeless about it, ask yourself, what can I do to get myself ready to eat adequately and dismiss urges? In this example, you might need to address your poor self-image in order to move forward with eating enough food. Now, this doesn't mean that good self-image is a cure for binge eating. Good self-image doesn't take the urges to binge away. You'll still need to dismiss them. But improving your self-image will help you be able to eat enough food and to eat adequately, which puts you in a better position to dismiss the binge urges when they come up. Here's another example. Let's say you have severe depression that prevents you from wanting a better life for yourself. You're in such a low state that you don't have the desire to dismiss the binge urges. So you allow the lower brain to overtake you without even trying to implement the strategies that you've learned. With such a lack of desire for recovery, you may not be ready to dismiss the binge urges. But it does not mean you're helpless or that you're stuck. Ask yourself, what can I do to get ready to recover? What can I do to develop that desire to dismiss the binge urges? And then work on it and get support where you need it. Improving a problem like depression is not a cure, but it puts you in a better position to dismiss the urges. These two examples show that not being ready for recovery means that something is holding you back from being successful in one or both of the two recovery goals. If you can pinpoint what that is, you can get to work on it so that you will be ready. In other words, please do what you need to do so that you can start to feel more capable of eating adequately and dismissing binge urges. Don't just say you aren't ready for whatever reason and then not do anything about it. You deserve a binge-free life. So try to remove any issues that you feel are truly holding you back. What you do not need to do is solve all of your problems, get rid of all of your stress, learn to cope perfectly with every difficult emotion that you may have. You do not need to eat perfectly or feel completely fulfilled in your life. It's important not to make recovery too complex or think you need to work on too many things to be ready for recovery. Keeping the two recovery goals in mind will help you narrow down what's necessary for you to do in order to feel like you have that readiness to stop binge eating. My final thought on this topic is to be aware that your lower brain will use a variety of reasons to encourage you to keep up the binge eating habit. 
And this includes thoughts of not being ready. These thoughts can keep popping up automatically, even after you've taken practical steps to work on your readiness for recovery. Remember that the lower brain will always provide excuses or seemingly logical reasons to binge, and it will do that indefinitely if you let it, regardless of what problems you may solve or changes you may make in your life. It's very important that you be aware of this. If you feel like something is truly holding you back from the two recovery goals, then by all means, please work on it. But just know that after that, you might still have thoughts encouraging you to keep binge eating and keep putting off recovery until you solve yet another problem. Be very careful about putting too many stipulations on recovery or thinking that you need to do a lot of other things first to prepare yourself. You do not want to fall into the trap where you keep performing this destructive behavior until you feel 100% ready to give it up because you'll never feel 100% ready. The lower brain will continue producing reasons why you should put off recovery another day, another week, another month, because remember, its goal is to get you to binge right now. So if you're having thoughts that say you're not ready to recover, really look at those thoughts with your higher brain and determine if there is truly something that you do need to do in order to remove a roadblock, or determine if that you aren't ready thought It's just another faulty message from the lower brain that is not expressing your truth. Most likely, you are ready, or at least you're ready enough, and the thoughts that say you're not, you can simply detach from. Even if you do decide to work on something to feel more ready, and even if you work on something else after that, know that at some point, you're going to have to decide that all further thoughts that say you aren't ready are neurological junk and you'll need to dismiss those thoughts just like you dismiss all other thoughts that encourage binge eating. That's all for today's episode. I hope it's given you some beneficial and practical things to think about in relation to being ready for recovery. If this is your first time listening, I want to let you know that if you felt confused by anything I talked about today or some of the terms I used, or you aren't familiar with the two recovery goals, you'll want to go back and listen to the first 11 episodes of this podcast. These first 11 episodes explain all the core principles of the Brain Over Binge approach and answer all the most common questions that come up. Once you listen to these first 11 episodes, everything I talked about in this episode and all the future episodes will be much more clear to you. I also want to let you know that you can click on the link in the show notes and you'll get a copy of my free ebook, The Brain Over Binge Basics, which can help you dive deeper into applying what you're learning in this podcast in your own life. I truly appreciate you listening today, and I hope you learned something that will help you move toward freedom from binge eating. No matter where you are in your recovery, I want to encourage you and remind you that you have the power to change your brain and live a binge-free life. The Brain Over Binge podcast is produced and recorded by Brain Over Binge Recovery Coaching, LLC. All work is copyrighted by Brain Over Binge Recovery Coaching, LLC, and all rights are reserved. As a disclaimer, the hosts of the Brain Over Binge podcast are not professional counselors or licensed healthcare providers, and this podcast is not a substitute for medical advice or any form of professional therapy. Eating disorders can have serious health consequences, and you are strongly advised to seek medical attention for matters relating to your health. Please get help when you need it, and good luck on your journey.